64 Tacos Podcasts presents. Is this song good? This is episode 28. Jimi Hendrix, All Along the Watchtower. Welcome back to Is This Song Good, a 64 Tacos podcast. Uh, we're continuing our cover songs series with the Jimi Hendrix cover of the Bob Dylan song, All Along the Watchtower. Uh, got another one here where I would guess the vast majority of people have heard the Jimi Hendrix version first. Um, I know I certainly did. I didn't even know it was a Dylan song until years later. Um, so what did you guys think of what do you guys think of these two? I don't think it they're new to any of us. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I I first heard it on a cassette. I was like a, a Jimi Hendrix sort of best of cassette and uh and I I just absolutely loved it. It was it, it it's become one of my favorite Jimi Hendrix songs of all time. And uh and uh, and yeah, like you I did not know it was a Dylan a Dylan cover. I didn't, I didn't know that until way later when I actually started reading like liner notes and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and so I was like, Oh, okay, well this is, was not written by Jimi Hendrix. Um, but I never went and seeked it out. Cause of course this was at a time when, you know, we didn't have the ubiquitous, uh, availability of, of music. So right. I didn't probably hear that uh, version. Unless your parents had the Dylan record. Right. Yes. Which mine did it. not. No, they did not at all. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, it wasn't until way later that I actually heard the, the, the Dylan song and, uh, uh but the, you know, the, the Jimi Hendrix, well, there's something so magical about it. Like just, uh, I mean, I, I love, you know, really listening closely for this, listening to the sort of production and the, the way that they mixed it. I just love how they use like the whole stereo, stereo spectrum to kind of like pan stuff back and forth and like the drums kind of like start kind of on the right side and they reverberate over to the left side and you know just weird stuff like that um the soloing kind of goes back and forth you know it's it's very much like production playing with production uh possibilities of you know of that era where they didn't really have set standards or maybe they did but they they just wanted to kind of go crazy and psychedelic and 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 to me it sounds really risky like they they were taking chances with doing doing that kind of stuff on the on the production and and uh and it paid off like it 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 really really adds something to the to the magic of the song um uh and the you know the the bob dylan version is good I, i think it's it's fine you know it's very simple with the acoustic guitar and the harmonica and um you know very subtle subtle drums um, but man, it just does not really put me in the same place as the, as the Jimi Hendrix, uh, one, you know, and, and when I listen to it, it kind of like, it, it sounds almost lazy and like, I, I, I can't really think <laughs> yes. that Bob Dylan is, is lazy, you know, but it, when, when you hear that freight train of noise coming from Jimi Hendrix and mm-hmm. the Jimi Hendrix experience, you know, pumping in your eardrums, it's just, it's, it's a totally different, different thing. So Dan, what do you, what do you think about it? Yeah, so I mean, I, I I couldn't tell you when I first heard the Jimi Hendrix version. It's just it's just like a staple on rock radio, probably on LAB, you know, at some point. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, in my mind, I, maybe when I first heard it, I didn't know it was a Bob Dylan cover, but in my mind, that was like one of the facts about the song that you always heard. 
um, that it was a Bob Dylan cover. So I, as long as I've I've known about the song as far as back as I can remember about it, um, the knowledge that it was a Dylan cover was, was kind of there. And um, I hadn't um, I didn't check out the Dylan cover for a long time because I didn't listen to Bob Dylan for a long time, other than, you know, the obvious stuff that, you, that you're going to hear uh, in pop culture. Um, but you know, um, uh, maybe like, like everybody's um, covers of him. Yeah. Well, covers of him, you know, blowing in the wind, uh, yeah. uh, like a rolling stone, you know, the, 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 the ones that you sort of, you know, you, you can't avoid because they're, they're, even if they aren't like radio staples, they're, they just get mentioned all the time. Um, uh, but about, I don't know, like eight or 10 years ago, I started listening to Bob Dylan. I, I made a point of saying, okay, but everyone's, everyone's opinion on Bob Dylan is, oh, Dylan's great. And then other people are like, oh, he's a terrible singer. And, you know, Bill, Dylan's terrible. You know, he's way overrated. And so I started listening more carefully and trying to to, to get into Dylan. And I, and I did. I, I, I really like Bob Dylan now. I have a, a bunch of, you know, of, of his albums, like, I guess, uh, I have to point out literally have them cause I, I, I picked them up, you know, um, the actual physical. CDs and stuff, right. The physical, um, yeah, yeah, the physical copy. Um, and yeah, I, I, I really like Bob Dylan. Um, his version is, it is, it is sparse because, well, partially because that, that album, John Wesley Harding, he was, he was kind of going for that on the album. Um, mm-hmm. it's more sparse than the stuff he had been done even before once he went electric. Um, and part of the lazy feeling I think may come from his vocal delivery. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you say, I, I hardly think Dylan is lazy. It's like, well, I, I am, I'm not certain. It's this weird thing where it, he certainly sounds when he's delivering lines, there's like a sort of a lazy sneer in everything he says, which yeah. I think is what put, puts people <laughs> off of Dylan. Um, if they, if they don't like that. Well, and- and he's so talented that like, I mean, he could be lazy and he just, like, he just, he just grabs a guitar and a harmonica and, yeah. you know, essentially farts out a song and, and, yeah. it, and it, and it's like gold, you know? And, and in so, those days, like, and, and really the, the thing that, that works for me about Dylan's vocals is that they're so distinctive and they're so, they're so like weirdly cocky and, and sneering that it, it lends a certain weight to the words. Uh, and, I, and I, if anyone's like, oh, I, I don't like Dylan as a singer, I'm like, yep, totally makes sense. I, you can't defend it, uh, you know, uh, stylistically. It, it, it shouldn't work very well. But for me, it, for me, yeah. it does. Um, and uh, the lyrics are, are really interesting. That's his, his forte, especially in this era. Um, they're, you know, they're kind of cryptic, but they really, really paint a picture even though if you don't know exactly what he's, what he's going, what he's talking about, or, you know, you, you can't be too sure. Um, the lyrics are really, really um, effective for me. And I like the way he delivers his lyrics. Now that is for me, Jimi Hendrix's biggest weakness. Um, he always sings everything the exact same way. And I don't, it's not my favorite vocal delivery. Um, I don't think he's a bad singer, but he certainly wouldn't be singing if he wasn't holding a guitar and able to do things that no one had done before no. with the guitar. No, H- Hendrix is definitely a guitar player who can also sing. It, it's yeah. like Clapton. Um, yeah, that's Clapton a, that's a is, really good uh, comparison, I think. Um, they're they're both incredible, revolutionary guitarists, and and they sing just fine. Um, there's nothing yeah. nothing 
Yeah, the, the singing works, and you're like, well, Great. it's his band. He wants to sing. Let him sing. Who cares? You know, like, yeah, that's absolutely. fine. <laughs> um, and uh, but the guitar playing is is the is the star of the show, uh, you know, for all of his stuff, really. But especially in this song, I always think of this this song as I'm going to show you all my tricks. Like, I'm going to show you all these different things I can do, you know, like the sort of like, you know, um all these like uh thing and like it's it's hard to think of now how different his guitar sounded when when he you know sort of burst onto the scene because it's the sound of rock guitar you know now it, mm-hmm. it's like oh that's really great um but it'd be easy to be like yeah you know it's it's really great but you know i uh, other people are more have you know played more notes or you know of uh you know are better produced and stuff and you're like yeah, but I feel like a lot of the noises he was making, like the sweeps and like the sort of like, you know, ghostly sounds, other people would be like, other guitar players at the time would be like, how how the hell is he doing that? I don't even know what that is, you know? Um, <laughs> right. there's, never... there's a difference between raw talent. Like you've got guys like Joe Satriani who are just incredible guitar players, but their songwriting skills yeah. Yeah. are not not at the same level. I don't know why Satch is coming up in every podcast these days, but, you, yeah, but well, you're absolutely you know. right. That's 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 a that's that's that's, that's a great comparison. Um, the, it's it's really good technical ability. He can play a lot of yeah, notes really smoothly. Yeah, and that's great for you know a song or two for me. Like and and then I get tired of it. Jimi Hendrix is not a great technical player. He's not even like a great blues player. You could argue <laughs> it, it's it's the sounds he conceived of and then executed that were yeah. that hadn't really existed before. And this is this song to me is is his showcase of his rock style, um, just because he gets to pull out all all the all the arrows in his quiver and, and, and bust them out. And every single little mini solo that that buffers between the verses and choruses sounds completely different. I, I just feel like he's showing off and it's awesome. Like that's, I've always yeah. liked this Jimi Hendrix song. Um, I, I don't know if it's my favorite um, because I really like, you know, like um, a few other ones. Um, hey Joe. The thing with um, Jimi Hendrix is my, my favorite Jimi Hendrix song is the one that I'm listening to at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. They're you know. so good. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this, this, it's, it's just a show. And um, it, to me, it doesn't sound much like it's other um, songs because of like the like use of like acoustic guitar and, and the, the rhythm feel, which, you know, I think he borrowed a bit from the, the original recording there. Not that they sound similar, but like he almost gave it like a hint of folkiness um, just maybe as a nod to Dylan or just, I, I don't know that that was just the arrangement, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's the, it's the guitar fireworks. Uh, that that worked for me. Although I really do like the original, I think it's his, Bob Dylan's harmonica player uh, playing is uh, I think it's a little underrated because it really has that sort of lonesome. It, it makes you feel like you're you're out in the middle, you know, uh, of nowhere with these characters, um, you know, looking out over the over. I don't know. I always imagine they're 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 sitting like you know at, at the walls just looking out over the or the, over the distance and i feel like he creates right. a mood very well um the, the jimmy hendrix version is just like you know like like uh look, look what i can do check this shit out and it's and it's awesome and uh it's definitely a, a much more 
complete oral experience so to speak you know like you you get you're getting everything like you talk about the details in the recording zach and and you know you talk mm-hmm. about how the, the um you guys talked about how like the uh the dylan version feels like almost incomplete because it's 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 so stripped back almost lazy but uh i don't it i think it's just a testament to how good the uh, the jimmy version is that it makes you kind of mm-hmm. think, oh, well, there's barely a song there, you know, when, when it's, you know, when it's a great Dylan song, because because the so much is gained from adding all those um, all those guitar fireworks. And, you know, I love Mitch Mitchell's drumming. I just it, it, it just it's this is really cool. Other distinctive part of, of uh, the Jimi Hendrix experience that that is that, that that is for me kind of a highlight. Yeah, the Dylan version. um Dylan is one of those there's it's like you got Dylan Petty and uh, Neil Young or these guys, incredible songwriters, mediocre at best singers. But then they also have this uh, harmonica guitar um, singing talent that they're able to bring together in this really cool thing. Um, and then that's, you know, displayed perfectly in Dylan's version of this um, of along the watchtower. And it it is very very simple. There's no doubt about it. <clears throat> and um, I don't know when I was listening to him, I would listen to him back to back. And you've got that little little uh, harmonica intro at the beginning, and I would let that play. And then I'd go as soon as that was done, I'd shoot straight over to the to the Hendrix song a couple times. And it's it's like you've got this super simple, you know, elementary almost uh, harmonica playing. And then Jimmy whips out the guitar <laughs> and plays basically that exact same melody on this, you know, you know, super electrified guitar. And it's just just so different and so great. Um, I don't know. So, yeah, that's I guess that's my final take on it. The The Dylan song is is fine. It's good, even if 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 you want to say. But Jimi Hendrix owns this song now. That's I think. uh I think uh, Bob Dylan has actually said that play playing the song yep. live um, that he, he's, he he's actually playing tries, a Jimi Hendrix song. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's trying to, he, he tries to to play it more like the, the way that Jimmy played it Yeah, uh, just because he, he appreciates what Jimmy did so much. And, and I, I think that's a testament to, to the, the Jimi Hendrix version is that he kind of took it in a different direction. And even the original songwriter, Bob Dylan recognizes that it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's it's different in great ways um and yeah i i i love and i i think the, the bob dylan one is fine I, the, you know it's there's there's nothing wrong with it um but i i definitely prefer the uh the Jimi hendrix cover mm-hmm. dan you're i'm assuming you're in the same spot yeah i really hendrix like cover. the uh the dylan version um and if uh it would be a really it's almost like it would be a better dylan song if you didn't know about the jimmy version but because yes. you know that there's a there's there's like uh, it's the iconic version obviously uh it's the it's the one that you think of it almost diminishes the dylan version a little bit but i, I really like the, the dylan version but i uh it's not like on the top of my list of dylan songs but maybe that's because that song's been done better um and that, i think that's that's what jimmy did he i think he did it better it's just a more complete mm-hmm. experience and uh and I, yeah I, I think i definitely prefer the 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 jimmy hendrix version all right dan what do we have next week uh so next week we are doing another uh 
uh, acoustic to uh, electric one. We're doing um, uh, uh, Ghost of Tom Joad by uh, Bruce Springsteen and then uh, the, uh, the Rage Against the Machine cover. Sounds good. I caught it on audio. (laughs) 